Hello, everybody. Welcome to Green Dudes, the number one Green Day podcast in the biz. In the business of Green Day podcasts. I'm here with my best friend in the whole wide world, slash uh, Green Day comrade brother in arms, slash uh, forever co-host, Mr. Connor Kelly. Hey. How we doing, man? Uh, What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Has anyone gotten mad at you yet for being like, oh, we're the best Green Day podcast around, or or we're the only Green Day podcast that matters? Has anyone... Anyone been like, uh, what the fuck, you know? You know, not yet. I, I, I am kind of, um, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. The, it's tough though, because like, with all of the podcasts we've had, I feel like I, I'm, I am try, I'm actively trying to build rivalries. Yeah. With other people that do podcasts, and it has not worked yet. No, like no one has, you know, taken the bait. I know. What's up with that? Because we, I mean. We, you know, for listeners at home, we had a podcast about Dune called Dune Dudes. Um, I mean, you can see the similarity, like the, that's the, you know, the, there's a, it's in the name, there's a, there, theme, there's a, naming there's a connection, there's a connection. Yeah. If you're clever enough, you'll be able to pick it up. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we talked a lot of trash about other Dune podcasts on that mm-hmm. show. And uh, I mean, you know. I don't think it was that they're not listening, you know, like they, they had to have been no, listening, right? You no, know? no, 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 we're not just like shouting into the void, you know, this is not just uh, like radio signals going off into no. the, the inky blackness of nothingness, no. you know, it's like the, we, we have a, a wide and varied and attentive audience. So it's like, what gives? Absolutely. Uh, so I, 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 I think they're probably just above it they're like i don't need this petty fighting but yeah. you know it, it's you got you, you kind of got to embrace it it's all it's 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 part of show business you know it's like the you know it's like that showbiz baby <laughs> that, it, it's showbiz baby it's gonna pay off for the both of us you know like conflict gets ratings so let's, yeah let's uh yeah let's 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 duke it out um, and the thing is, it's it's not all just a game, though. Like, I do think we're the best Green Day podcast out there. Oh, no. I mean, th- th- you kind of have to genuinely believe it to to even go that route. Like, do I actually believe that? Yeah, I do. I do, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, wh- who else Who else even is there? Like, wh- well, who, that's who are the, the, the fucking contenders, that's, you know? The, the thing that's different now is, you know, there were other Dune podcasts in the game in at the same time. Um, I actually don't know if there are like any real active Green Day podcasts right now. There certainly have been um, some that have gained notoriety and uh, you know did well, but I don't think there's really. And I could be wrong, so please correct me if I am. And uh, you, you know, we will make friends, make well, make frenemies with with the or with, enemies, with that, right? Yeah, yeah, with with that podcast. But um, to my knowledge, we might really be the only active Green Day podcast <laughs> at the moment. We, we we are literally the only Green Day podcast that matters. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, we when we say that, we we do mean that literally um, and figuratively, because even if there were tons of others, we would still be the only one that mattered. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's a good question, Connor. And, and, uh, you know, honestly, I think this is a challenge. Like if, if you were on the fence about starting a green day podcast, 
I, I encourage you. I, we, you know, we will take on as many challengers as, as, uh, as we can. We will mop the floor with you. I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. I'm, I'm in your corner, buddy. Thank you. Um, so yeah, today on the, the show, we, we talk about another song off of, uh, Green Day's first record, 39 Smooth. Um, but before we do that, I, I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a fun moment we're recording now because we are kind of, um, waiting on news about a, uh, uh, a secret Green Day pub show in London tonight. And that's, it's kind of fun because while we're on, while we're on air, Connor, that announcement might happen, um, which which is, which is pretty, pretty funny. Like, you know, how, how do you feel about that? Because they've announced, you know, some like short notice club gigs in Europe and stuff. But this one's different. This is like, hey, guys, we're going to play at a pub tonight. Get ready. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. that It's like, you know, they they still have the ability to play, you know, both sides of that field. Here they are getting ready for uh, the Saviors Stadium Tour. And they're like, you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna pop off down to the pub, you know, a couple lads, yeah, popping yeah. off down to the pub, and they're gonna, they're gonna bring that place down. Let me tell you, they they are, so, yeah. Um, so we will, but, but I mean, like other other than other like, so so it's happening, right? Well, that's it is the happening. Thing. We don't know. I mean, they, they there have been a couple of uh, posts from the boys on Instagram about this happening and then kind of it's been radio silence for a few hours and it's it's almost eight o'clock uh at night in in the uk so and there's no confirmation and they haven't announced like what pub it would be or where they'd even even be at really no no they have not um but there are theories there are theories floating around floating around people are people are on the hunt um they think they've narrowed it down but uh we will we'll update uh our listeners with any further developments as we as we record um yeah it's kind of funny to do that on a podcast because like this isn't live oh i know but it's it's kind of fun it's kind of fun to pretend it is though you know yeah right yeah it's it's like then when when they listen to it tonight or tomorrow or whatever it can kind of be like they like they're on this journey with us they're like watching a live right, news broadcast right. almost. Or, or it'll be old old news and they'll, oh, they'll yeah. already know exactly what have happened at that point yeah and, but it might be fun yeah, like, like wow it's so like cool completely irrelevant oh, wow, it's, now it's, or, it's so cool to listen to this as it's happening you know like yeah what a, these what guys thrill. were on the air wow what a yeah. thrill this is um so anyways I, I did want to bring that up and uh you know while while you're at it boys you know i i get giving europe some love but Bring it back home. Bring it back home, yeah. boys. Yeah. Us Americans us Americans need you. Let's do a hella yeah, tiny I w- tour US. I wanna I wanna be at a bar, not a pub. I wanna no, be at a bar. It's an important distinction. And then it's like all of a sudden, wait a minute, who's setting up over there? What what is uh what's going on? You know, I was just here for a quick drink, you know. Suddenly, you, you turn and around that. and your bartender is Jason White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Hey, Connor, turn around." You see the stage is set, and yeah, yeah. Day. 
Yeah. And then Jace is and like, then, yeah, it's, I'm just I'm just the bartender tonight. I'm not playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it turns out he was the bartender the whole time. Yeah. I, I didn't notice. I didn't clock it or anything. Which I still don't even, like, recognize, I don't even recognize him or know who he is completely. Just like, why do you know my name? Like, yeah, no, that, that's that's not an impossibility. That could happen. Uh, oh, you it, know yeah. what? There's there's one more thing. They're really there's one. We're about to talk about the song, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's one more thing I gotta say. So you know how I, I, I do listen to uh, to our podcasts. You know, I just for quality control, really. I, I want to make sure you Someone's know got we to. are putting our best foot forward, and you know, um, it it is it is on the quest to like um, you know ever ever improve what it's, we put out to the people. It's not just because you miss me when we're not talking. No, no. And it, it's not because I worry that no one else is doing it either. You know, we, we already addressed that point. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. not that either. No, it could be that. And uh, when I listened to the last uh, episode, Connor, when we were discussing um, uh, what the look, fuck song are we Come on, No Brains? Or... No. Um, Don't Leave Me. Yes. There we go. That's why you're the host. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Connor, I said, you know, like a thousand times. It's insane how many times I said, you know, you know, you know, it's like this, you know, I couldn't believe it because like when, you know, oh, fuck. But when, but when we talk about other, when we talk about like Lord of the Rings or whatever on chapter gems, you know, oh, Okay, you're gonna you're, you're getting not, yourself yeah, I into swear a loop God, now. Not I swear, I swear. But you know, it's a fuck. It's a bit more structured. It's a bit, but with this, it's like a bit more casual. And I thought it was funny because Billy is kind of famous for yes. that as well. Yes, he is. And it got me thinking: Did I pick that up from interviews or you know, just like all all the yeah. times of listening to him talk? I could not unhear how many times I fucking said it, Connor. So I'm actually going to try and say it less, even though this is the Green Day podcast. Well, but I had to say that, yeah. too. It is appropriate on the... Actually, uh, uh, we could have called this podcast, you know, and people would have been... Like, they would have got it. People would have gotten it, yeah. Like, that that would have been a great title. Um, but well, it's it's funny that you say that because because yeah I mean it's that has been an issue or just a, a quirk of Billy's for a long long time, and on the recent podcast that Mike did with um with the Mighty Man Fred not not yes. the mighty not the mighty man Fred <laughs> no, the mighty what, man what Fred we, that's his name yes you uh, love that you love just, that man Fred fascinating, um he he drops you knows like every other word and. All the comments on line are like, oh, looks like he got the bug from Billy. Billy finally gave him the, <laughs> you know, bug. And yeah, uh, I, yeah, I do think it is, it, it, it is uh, contagious and, you know, see there, there I am. It, I know. No, literally for, for yeah. that very reason. I, I don't, that's why I don't listen to our podcasts. I can't, I can't do it. It would, it, it would make me uh, like over, overthink my performance going forward right it's too much well uh now we're gonna be thinking about it the entire time we're gonna be thinking about it the entire time and i know uh so you know if if you are listening to the podcast and you want to count how many times we 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 say you know and tally it up for us uh we would love that and 
just to keep track, I guess. We, we, we can have like an ongoing you know count if, if people it want to do that. It would have to be so so much more than I would ever want to know. It's like, you yeah. know, it's like, no, I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. know. Yeah. But okay, let's jump into it. Uh, we, we have, a, we have a, a good song to talk about today, actually. Yeah, because uh, the other it, ones fucking suck. The, yeah, the other ones just are were trash. This is the first one written by a real songwriter, written by John Kiffmeyer. Uh, so right away, I I, I want to tackle that point. That is something this that makes this uh, a, a true aberration in in Green Day's catalog. We have had the occasional song penned by Mike Durant. We have had the occasional song penned by Trey. Usually those songs are joke songs, but uh, yeah, the, you know, obviously the vast majority is 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 Billy Joe written, and to have a song not written by him, uh, uh, you know, three songs into the first album is kind of crazy and i think it's something that i didn't even pick up on for a long time after becoming a fan yeah i only know about that because you're talking about it but it is really interesting and especially with a song like this i mean how appropriate does it feel that john kiffmeyer would be the one to have this song as like his his enduring legacy in the green day uh catalog i was there it's it's funny the way it worked out. He was in, there uh, in that regard. He he literally he so was he was there. You know, you can say a lot about him. Uh, you know, <laughs> much good, much bad, but you you can't say he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. It is it is uh, intriguing. Did he write any other songs off this record, or is this the only no, one? No, this know? is the only one with with uh, credited to him. Which is really interesting, and it, it it does make me think of like the process. I I don't know. Like, does that just mean the lyrics? Like, I think that I, I think going like that that was a big part of how they credited the songs back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know because obviously there are parts, um, that or lyrics and melody. Who's who's to say, like, how how much of this he crafted before he brought it to the band um that's something that i don't know and we will probably never really know you know you know because a lot of these parts really do feel distinctly green day distinctly billy distinctly mike um it's it's definitely not an obvious thing you could pick up on like if if you didn't uh know this previously you you, you wouldn't be like ah this this feels like it's a different songwriter Mm-hmm. Um, especially going forward in Green Day's catalog, the other thing that that separates this is it's really the first departure. The other two songs that we've talked about in this album are just about girls and relationships and being a teenager and dealing with heartbreak. This is about real life shit, deep deep yeah. stuff, deep stuff. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I do think that it it it, it gets it's set apart a little bit uh, from the rest of the pack in those regards. Kind of coming back to it now after you know who knows how long it's been. What were your thoughts and feelings? I do think this is a really great song, and I like that it um, deals with some some different, more introspective subject matter, like you were just mentioning. 
uh, you know, certainly Billy uh, gets into that a lot going forward as well. But it is interesting to see that, like, the first time it comes up here, if you're going chronologically through their songs, you know, on the track listing here, it, it is funny that that comes up first because of uh, John Kiffmeyer. Um, but I also like, it feels like, you know, they, they each have distinctive roles to play on this song. When we were talking about, um, the, the previous two tracks, we had mentioned that there's like spaces where you can hear the bass more clearly, but a lot of times it feels like it kind of gets, um, lost or fused into the guitar a bit more and here you you can like hear it so clearly throughout the entire song and um it it has a lot of like dynamic changes to it you know so there's it it feels like there's like more room on this song for each member to to really have like a, a distinct clear role not that that isn't true for the others, but I think like for the listener, it it's much more apparent, you know, what each what each member is like offering here, and it, it comes together in a really cool and different way. You know, this song is even a little bit longer than the previous tracks as well, and I think they use that time to some interesting effect in the way that the song is structured and what they what they focus on as they go throughout it. So, I thought this was a really cool song to come back to especially since we're like focusing so much on each track. By the time I get to I Was There, third song on the record, you know, I'm not I'm not thinking like, wow, what a what a shift for 39 Smooth. They really pushed the songwriting into bold new territory. Like it all feels like a like very familiar progression. But looking at each song individually and then and then coming to it it does feel like there's there's more of a contrast to it than i've thought about before yeah you can kind of pick up on the minor shifts uh within the songwriting and the the uh subject matter if you do focus more on the on the smaller details but you're right i I think this is a great example of uh kind of being able to focus on that interplay between the the bass and the guitar especially in that intro like right away you're like billy's doing something really cool with the guitar it's like sweepy it's kind of like atomic punkish that van Mm -hmm. halen song atomic punk i don't really know what that's even called um as a good guitarist um (laughs) that's it that's it that's what i have to say something cool he's playing something cool and uh the you bass, can tell this guy plays guitar. You can, you can tell he plays guitar. You can tell he's he's a riff master. Um, but yeah, you know, Mike coming in and just just bouncing all around Billy's sweeping guitar. It's like it, it's so fucking cool. It, it's they're 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 both doing um, something unique and and in a lot of songs for a lot of bands, it's like. Well, one of those things would have to be the focus, right? You either focus on the the guitar or the bass. You you, you know you can't do two cool things at the same time. Um, no, that's too much. And that's a rule that Green Day breaks repeatedly. And this is a great example of them doing so. Uh, and, and and it's it's like 
you got, you got to listen to it multiple times to pick up on everything because you know Mike is just kind of bouncing up and down all around but you know throughout the whole song i think that's that's uh true for for all three of the songs so far really yeah yeah it, it, it is really interesting to hear him play on this track um it feels like if you were to separate the guitar and the bass into like like an isolated track you 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 know very well might not guess that they belong together you i know, know in the same song they would sound so separate um so it is really cool that they were able to make that work, you know, and and it's not not even just in a way where it's like, yeah, you know, I guess it I guess it fits. It's like listening to them together, it it sounds just right. You know, it's it's a really it's a really cool sound that they have. And I think part of what makes that work too is it sounds like Billy's playing is a little different on this song too. It's not just um power chords holding everything together like a lot of what's going on in the main guitar parts is kind of just notes ringing out you know over and yeah. over it's it's not just um like that 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 driving Onslaught, you know strictly power, power chord right yeah um there's a lot more space you know there's there's a lot more of it like kind of ringing out and we we mentioned that there were like flourishes of that in some of the other tracks but this song is kind of built more around that for yeah. for the most part with Billy's playing and that's, that's a, that's a cool change you're right um, yeah there's tons of open space for Mike to do his thing and um, yeah you know he, he uses that that open real estate to to good effect um, ah yeah I don't know just it, it, it does kind of seem like building on all the things that we liked a lot about the the previous two songs and kind of mm-hmm. uh doing something different with it um i also one one big thing that i really want to uh bring up is you know i think billy's vocals are are good throughout um but this is i think the first time that we have like a more pronounced mike backing vocal part like like he has yeah there in that bridge he he sings a part that billy does not sing you know not just a harmony um and i and, and that's one of my favorite parts of the song yeah yes it is it is a great part um i love the back and forth between them like the the call and answer kind of thing or or like Billy's sort of uh, repeating some of what what Mike is singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a canon effect. Kind yeah, of. Not, really, not really, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but they 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 do kind of like switch uh, roles a bit in in that bridge part. So it's yeah, it's it's really great. Uh, definitely worth shouting out Mike singing there. Um, I don't have a lot more to say about it other than that I I like it. Um, but it, it does, it does work really well for, for that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, going back to who wrote the song, uh, obviously it is credited to John. Um, what do you think about these lyrics? I know you have the lyrics pulled up. Um, because, yeah, but, you know, before, you know, diving into credits and everything in liner notes, 
I I really feel like the first time I listened to the song, I was like, oh man, <clears throat> classic Billy, you know, because it's it is like reminiscent of um, kind of the yearning and kind of deep nostalgia kind of he plays with even on Kerplunk or maybe even other songs. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it feels it feels like these these ideas are just at home in Christie Road or no one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that they would expand on more. So I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it it does seem like something Billy could write, but it almost makes me think like I mean did he learn some some tricks from John, you know? Um what was he pumping out songs about girls almost exclusively before then and then and and obviously I think this is probably uh simplifying the whole matter obviously your your uh, some of your influences and um it's not going to be one person gonna that can really change you know but but you know john being the elder statesman being from a bigger band in the scene um you you do kind of got to think like hey maybe billy did did learn some some things about songwriting from him yeah i think i think it makes a lot of sense right it's like you can you can make the story up in your head and then go like, yeah, that all adds up. You know, it, it, it feels like it could be true. It feels like that could be the way that, um, <clears throat> that, that Billy ended up progressing and, and all that with his songwriting and his lyricism. Um, and like you're saying the the truth is going to be more complicated in the end, but, I would not be surprised if there's something there, if there's there's a kernel of truth to that. Because if someone is credited with a song uh, here, especially um, the drummer, although I'm pretty sure he was able to play other instruments too, um, but it, it feels like it feels like you would get that credit from writing the lyrics, and you you mentioned that before too. But I. I feel like that would have to be it because like if Billy did write these lyrics and then John was like, Oh no, I think you should like play the guitar like this. I don't think he would get the writing credit for it. So not, not that it was, you know, some, some uh, bureaucratic system where it's like, Oh, well this is exactly how our, how it's divvied up here. Like this, this was a a pretty grassroots operation that they had going on. Uh, But, but I would feel pretty certain that, he gets the writing credit from the lyrics. So yeah, I, I, I think that these are from John Kiffmeyer himself. And I think maybe, uh, it could have opened up Billy's eyes a little bit. Maybe so. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. And going back to like the, the whole songwriting and, and, and crediting thing, it's interesting. Cause obviously back on this record, it, it was a DIY operation, you know, it, it was very, um, there's like a skeleton crew there at lookout you know they they didn't have big big time agents or big time execs you know breathing down their necks mm-hmm. uh so, but what i do know as far as like songwriting credits is that they have changed drastically in the last decade like even especially for like bigger bigger acts so like nowadays if you're even in the room with somebody with with a group writing a song 
they're going to credit you just out of like, so you can't sue me for songwriting credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, that's why in all these bands albums, there's like 500 songwriters credited. Um, and then even too, it's like if, if, if you write a riff that sounds kind of like a different riff from a different, from like a popular band, you're going to credit that songwriter just to be safe. Um, which I think Green Day did with, with still breathing. Um, but back in the day, um, I think that the, the songwriting credit really meant like who wrote the words behind the song, who like made the song what it was. And that goes all the way back to like McCartney Lennon, you know, like that's kind of, that's why they're credited the way they were. Um, which is interesting. And, And I think both, I think both ways of doing it are flawed because, uh, as somebody who has written songs and played in bands, um, I I don't think the person that writes the lyrics should be the only one credited. Um, like, if I really do feel like if if you're the person that like writes every part to the song, then then okay, you can you can have the sole credit. Um, but a song is not just the words or the vocals. It's it's you know multiple people playing multiple things on multiple instruments. So I I uh, mm-hmm. that's always been kind of a point of contention for me. I'm like you know why is so much focused on like the main guy or the lyricist? Um, I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I think it's, I think it's my immediate thoughts are like, it's two things. One, I I think with, uh, with rock and, and punk, you know, a lot of value is placed on the lyrics because that's where people feel like the meaning of a song comes from. You know, if you were to take those away, then it's like, oh, it would just be an instrumental. Which you're right is is short sighted because um, it doesn't mean you know that that um, overlooks the emotion that's created like through the music too. It's it's not it's not just one thing. Um, but I think also too. On a larger scale, we see that happen with movies, and you know, there's there's teams of hundreds, or you know, maybe even like a, a thousand people or more. You know, thousands of people depends how on on the scale of your film, but you know, truly grand undertakings, and then it's like, oh well, who directed it? Um, yeah, right. You Just know, boiling it all down to that one guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's. I, I think like Quentin Tarantino. As, yeah, as with the director and as with a songwriter, there is a huge contribution and, and vision that comes from being in that role, being a director or being a or being a lyricist. So I do think it's appropriate to to even have maybe increased value on it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's also you lose so much of the nuance if if you think that's the only place that um that the artistry or the, or the meaning comes from. So I I think people just like things when they're easy. It's like, who, who wrote this song? It's like, Oh, well, you know, Billy did or Beyonce did. Right. Yeah. But but then, yeah, I mean the, but, but, but the truth is different. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of, then you get into royalties, right. And it's like the, the songwriter, I, I, I do think it's paid more than the the players on the track. The players still do get, get paid royalties, but I think the payout is more for... And I could be talking out of my ass. This is just my 
you might what, be right. This is what I think is. This know, this just feels right, you know. This just feels right here. Here at Green Dudes, we don't really here deal my, with cold hard facts. We just yeah. Here are just my thoughts that I'm I'm pretty sure you know, might be correct. Our motto here is you know feelings don't care about your facts. There we go. That's that's, that's what one. we have to say. Uh, that's really gonna piss all the AI bros listening. Yeah, <laughs> right. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we, we've attracted a lot of them uh, from last episode, but um, yeah, like. I think that's kind of why things were changed up is is that the majority of royalties go to the main songwriter um and that's not always i mean it it just doesn't lead to like a an, an agreeable situation in the band like you can obviously see how tensions would arise when like not everyone's oh, yeah. credited and not getting paid enough um so i don't agree with that i, I think it should be be more evenly divided even if as you're saying like the main songwriter or lyricist maybe there should be an emphasis on that and uh because yeah that that's the song wouldn't exist without that person you know um but also like i don't all i i I don't agree that like like anybody that just sneezed in the room while the song was being written should be credited oh yeah and, no, of course, and that's why it was funny because as I as I was like wrapping up my point, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, lyricists and songwriters like Billy Joe or Beyonce, and it's like, yeah, you know, no no shade to Beyonce who you know is a a, a, a titan in yeah in her field, Absolutely. but uh, we also know a lot of the songs she doesn't write and and you know would also be kind of in that category of artists who. Um, have like teams of 500 people who who come together to like write these songs or yeah. or it would be reflected that way in the credits so um i didn't mean to be like these two things are the same because they aren't i guess i was just no i know and, and it's giving like, examples yeah and as they say as kids these days say no shade no shade to beyonce um she's great she's done great things but yeah if you look at the credits on a beyond especially i think it's become kind of a meme too. the last beyonce record like, like the, the the credits are crazy it's like like literally you know you're you're like reading the the star wars credits at the end yeah there's pa- pages of it pages right? of like you're, it, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna agree to like terms and agreements yeah uh, exactly to, to listen to the record no one's yeah. no one's reading all that shit but just because like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I i just think there are so many samples and stuff that it just it, and then it kind of gets tricky and so i understand like major labels especially <clears throat> wanting to play it safe like like oh you know uh the the coffee guy who like 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 our assistant who got his coffee today might sue us because because he was in the room when the song was being written yeah um, he he was humming know. this really good line yeah so, he was yeah you know. exactly i know and i mean you know sometimes it is just that just like oh you should maybe maybe instead of the you it's 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 ah uh, you know I don't yeah know. but uh and i mean i'm all for like a, a collaborative process it is just you know very funny um how how different it is and how how much the the process has changed because i i won't even get into how like when still breathing came out in 2016 uh th- you know we saw the songwriting credits and 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 it credited i think it was like two names that we didn't recognize and everyone lost their shit they're like green day's getting outside songwriters now what the fuck i never thought they'd stoop this low Rock and roll is dead, you know. Yeah. Billy Joe doesn't need people to write his songs for him, 
And uh, so th- there was like a huge uproar. Um, and then it kind of came out that, th- you know, th- these two people didn't actually work on the song. They're just in a band. Uh, the band The Struts, actually, I think it was their name. They they had a song uh, where the, the main riff was like pretty close to the Still Breathing riff. And so they were being credited just as a precautionary measure, um, which I do think happens a lot. And so when, when kind of rock bros, especially with things like the new Blink record where there are some other songwriters credited, um, they kind of jump to, you know, the conclusion that, ah, you know, my favorite band is, is they're they're as bad as Taylor Swift. Now they don't even write their own Mm -hmm. stuff when it's, it's, it's really not, it's, it's, it's usually not that simple. That's usually not yeah, the case. It sounds like it, it's it's more of a symptom of having to play the game. You know, you get to that level of notoriety and success, and it's like, well, this this is just kind of the process of what you need to do. Um, the the actual artists making the songs are probably not even the ones you know making any of those calls or uh, exactly or or figuring out the credits. Um, someone somewhere else on, you know, their team was like, oh, well, we probably want to make sure we have this covered just in case. Yeah, I I think that's that's pretty much how they do it now. And, you know, I understand that Uh, because, I mean, obviously, like like from the 90s, I think this is maybe why it's changed. Remember all those, you know, even in the early 2000s with like things like um, what was that song that was like famous for it's like copyright being challenged or it's, it's authorship being challenged. Blurred, oh, lines, um, Blurred lines was one, I think. That, oh, really? Is uh, that yeah. what you're thinking of? And I think there's like some Michael Jackson songs too that, that like were in somebody claimed uh, authorship or something. And that was a big deal, but that's happened a oh. bunch of times in the media over, over the, the, the nineties and early aughts. So I think it, it, it makes sense for them to change the process to mitigate that but um anyways back to the song we're talking about yeah i I was there um so so yeah you know i i also think that there's not a lot more i have to say about it um other than going back to the lyrics um and looking looking back upon this song um after having been away for a while and in the context of talking about, you know, John being the, the author of it, it, it does seem like even though Billy Joe does kind of write introspective lyrics, even on a song coming up like rest, I think, and, uh, and then all over her plunk, he, he does kind of get there from a more, from like a youthful, uh, place, kind of like a young man, looking at himself as an old man looking back on his youth kind of thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and that's not the 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 vibe i get from this song i do get get it it's 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 a bit more of an actual maturity there i think yeah yeah i, I think so too um and it is it, it is interesting because like before not the, the times I've listened to the song before and like not knowing um, that it was John Kiffmeyer who who wrote the lyrics, I always thought it was kind of funny that thinking that Billy was the one who wrote this because it's like, well, you know, you're 16 anyway. Like, what are you what are you looking back at anyways? Um, 
but that's not really true. That's not how being 16 works. You know, it's like you you do um, have just a different like kind of nostalgia and a different kind of past that you look back on. That's that's just as valid and and real as um, you know the times that you do that as you age. But it, I guess, being older too, like you can't help but kind of feel like well. You know, you you have that that perspective of well, so much is ahead of you. You know, why are you why are you looking back? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's true. And obviously, when you're in that moment and, and you are you know 16 ish, it's it's a different story. But I also think that a 16 year old writing this song, um, I you know I think it would be angstier uh, most yeah. of the time. Of course. I mean, how much older was John Kiefmeyer anyway? Actually, though? I'm, I'm, not I'm really sure. literally looking that up right now. Give me one second. You're li- okay. Yeah, you're gonna, okay. Okay. Because I, I needed to know. We know that he yeah. left to go to college, so he wasn't like he he wasn't like in his forties. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know, I didn't think he was that much older. You oh know, my god, he might be like nineteen or something. Yeah, dude, I I uh, search. John Kiffmeyer on Google, and and the yeah. big the, the the biggest picture that comes up first is is a picture of Trey. <laughs> really, really kind of sad. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's see. He is he he's fifty four. So he's not he's four years older than Billy. So he's like okay. 20, so yeah, twenty one. Right. Yeah. In in that in that time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, that that all tracks for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and I mean. I, I felt pretty ancient at 20, so I, I, I can I know. imagine. Um, I know. And yeah, I, I, I like it. Um, um, it's it's pretty, <clears throat> like the words themselves, I think are pretty simple and straightforward. You know, the places that I've been, I try to remember when. Um, but I, it's it's one of those, like it all it all works really well. Um, and it resonates resonates in a uh, profound way with with, with, you know in in being as simple as it is yeah yeah I agree and I always liked the you know that the song is titled I Was There and that that's such a strong focus for the chorus because it feels kind of defiant to me it's like yeah well no matter how, how old you get or no matter how much time passes um, you know, you no no one can take away like um what you've already done, you know, yes. and and what you've accomplished, and so like you kind of get to reflect and and think like, well, you know, even when when shit sucks or like when when times are hard, um, I think it's less about I think it's less about like trying to hang on to the past. Like I, I think the the author here is kind of like happy to grow and to move on but like they really value those experiences that they that they had you know and um it, yeah it's just su- such a simple but strong line i was there you know it's like i existed yeah I did that. yeah yeah and and i mean it that's it's it's a powerful line and uh how, how it's delivered makes it even more powerful but um you know you're right it's it's not a uh soppy sappy oh woe is me the good times are gone my my youth you know my precious youth um mm-hmm. it's it's yeah you know I, I i don't let it get me down or cause me too much sorrow um i i, I think that's really the takeaway message mm-hmm. um which is cool you know um that that's that's kind of a 
I don't think I I don't think a lot of punk bands really write songs like this. You know, it's 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 uh it's not it's not not usually oh this this kind of gives me power or I'll you know remember the time for what it was and yeah. you know appreciate the memories. I think that's a that's something that kind of Green Day actually has has run with and um have consistently kind of like songs like what's your name or good riddance too like mm-hmm. um you know it's kind of like ah oh, fuck the past it's it's not like fuck the past or or like ah oh, fuck you know my life sucks now it was better then it's kind of like oh wow you know times were good back then and uh i can look back and appreciate them yeah there, there's definitely a sense of acceptance in yeah in the way the song is the way it feels um a couple things I wanted to talk about. So you, you were just mentioning that line, but I don't let it get me down or cause me too much sorrow. And then, so after that, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly jump into a segment here. Hell yeah! And then we'll, we'll, there's a few more things to talk about in Bring this song on. for me, but but uh, my misheard lyric of the song, <clears throat> that line after that, I always I always had an idea of what it was. You, you've asked me before, like, oh, what did you? What did you think he was saying? And I'd be like, I don't know. But this one, I always thought it was something like, um, if I'm down about who I am, I always have tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And now I look at it now, it says, there's no doubt about who I am. I always have tomorrow. And so I always took that, I always took my misheard lyric as like, sort of more on that empowerment it's like oh you know even even if things are hard you know if i if i'm down about who i am then you could always be better you know yeah, it's like yeah, yeah don't don't worry about the even the present because you you can like take steps to improve yourself or your situation in the future and yet now looking at the lyric it's it's more it's more about like um you know reflecting on on your identity like there's no doubt about i know who i am yes um so it's like even while things are changing around you even as time goes on you like there's kind of like a sense of of you have a strong sense of assuredness yeah in yourself so it's a it's a small change for me in my head but um it is kind of interesting that i i had what i thought billy was saying and it, I think it does change the meaning a little bit for me. Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting to to see what he really says here. Yeah, no that 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 does change things subtly. And uh, so so yeah that that um that line, I feel like I, I I've known the correct lyric for a long time, but I vaguely recall there being a time when I I did think it was something similar to what you thought. Um, because the way Billy sings it, it's kind of a classic Billy delivery. They don't doubt about who I, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's like yes. really fast and loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's, yeah, it's very easy to miss here. Um, personally, and maybe this just, this is cause I, I've known the correct lyric for, for longer. Um, I, I kind of like the way it is, um, in the actual song and not just in our heads. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, you know, I, I, I think that that strong sense of self is kind of a cool, a cool thing to um, just kind of to, to keep you on solid ground. Even, even maybe when, when, yeah, when you look at memories that are gone and, and think about what could have been. Um, right. 
you know, you kind of know that everything you did was like, um, made you who you are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think you're, you are spot on there, man. Um, and I agree. I, I like that too. And it's just been fun to discover the, the small tweaks and changes and, and truisms of the lyrics going gotta, through this. This is really cool. We got to get like a, uh, a, a segment like sting, you know, like a piece of music for this segment. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's going to keep happening lyrics. and, and not, only just on this album so uh this <laughs> i think there's gonna be a lot of little little updates that'll be fun to uh yeah figure out i'm excited what what were the other things in the song that you wanted to uh tackle before we uh we <clears throat> jump to further segments I, I i think the only so we talked about mike's bass which was uh, again really really great i love that um for for Kiffmeyer himself is playing on the song. Um, I the song the song itself goes through a few different changes. Um, you know, structurally, it's like intro, verse, chorus, verse. Um, then you get like the bridge solo bit, chorus, outro. Um, and I, I I think he stitches it all together really well because we kind of talked about how. The bass is kind of, you know, uh, going all over the place. Mike's exploring a lot and going up and down, and Billy's guitar is, like, kind of ringing out a bit more, and there's there's a bit more, like, uh, space to it. And so the drums feel even more important here because they're kind of, like, holding it all together. Yeah, And it yeah. sort of bring, brings everything back. And um, the one the one part I really want to shout out that I, that I always loved on here um, is... Uh, it's it's i don't know he's like i think it's he's hitting the the hi-hat there um on the chorus where it's like i looked into the past you know ding ding yeah. ding and i wanna make it last and uh i just i really like that it puts more emphasis on that too so it's it's such a small part but i want to shout that out for the drums yeah uh, i think it just fits really great there definitely no i i, I agree and it, it almost Almost feels like because um, on on the previous two songs, I think he he was doing maybe a a, a bit more of uh, like fills in between verses and choruses and stuff like that, and kind of putting a stamp on the songs. And in this song, like both Billy and Mike are kind of doing cool stuff and and kind of and and he he is kind of doing a good job at being that glue holding it all together. So so I think that's something to something to note for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I do have an update on the, the the mystery pub gig. Okay. Oh my God! Wow, I, let's I have hear an it. actual. This is update. happening live on air. Live on air, breaking news, folks. Um, so the people on the internet uh, that I'm following, they were correct. Yeah, uh, the pub is. Uh, it's. It's not the pub people were thinking originally. Originally, do, do you remember the, the that um news story it was like a the, the feel good news story what the lead singer of green day jumps on the stage at, at a bar and and sings basket case with a cover band yeah i do remember yeah. that yeah um people thought that, that it was that that bar um or that pub which uh because billy was in london at the time um so that was the first thought uh that was wrong that was wrong um and that one's called that that one's got a weird name too i think it would like it's uh let's see what is it called 
Slim Jims. That that's that bar is called Slim Jims, which is kind yeah, of fun. Right on. Um, but anyways, the the actual place they're playing tonight is called uh, the Marquee. The Marquee in Covent, I guess, is the, is is where it is. And uh, they just saw the band members walk in through the back. And it's already been over capacity for like two hours at this point because everyone has guessed that that's where they're going to be. And they were right. And the, and yeah. the band just j- just walked in. It's a 50, 50 uh, person capacity. So it's going to be a very, very tiny oh show. Oh, my God. That is insane. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that's is really fucking yeah, crazy. That's that's it. That's nuts. It's going to be you're, you're going to be right on top of them. Yeah, um, I thought we were at a small show when we saw like uh, the long shot at Baby's All Right. Or, I you know, know, but like a yeah. 50 person pub, that is to the, really nuts. To another level. That yeah, it's it's going to be insane. So yeah, we will see what they end up playing. Um, I'm 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 sure we'll. I think we're going to have a, a hella tiny tour episode to talk about. I mean. Mm whatever develops because i i don't think it's over i i, I think they are going to come to america with it um hopefully we can we can we're able to jump in on some of the magic we i mean we have a very strong reason to to suspect something could be coming to new york city so yes. uh yes i know you're you're gonna be you know you're gonna have to be ready to oh yeah just like take off at a moment's notice oh yeah yeah i mean there's nothing that would stop me my eyes and ears are open i'm ready if any listeners have like the inside scoop if you like if if you are in the know somehow you know i if you want to slide into my dms they're they're open i'm at connor clockwise on twitter instagram yeah you know you'll be handsomely rewarded that's all i'm gonna say or 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 even just all the uh even all just the the podcast contact information that we're, yeah, we're going to plug as well. Sorry, at Green Dudes Pod, you can those DMs are open as well, and you'll be handsomely rewarded. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that means that we'll we'll shout you out on the podcast, right? Which is, I mean, what 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 more could you ask for? You know, I think it's only a matter of uh, it, it's not if but when. Yeah, the first people start coming to us. Exactly. I think that's. Um, I think that's all I wanted to mention about the song, by the way. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to throw out there, but I'm I'm no. happy with what we talked about. I think it yeah, is yeah. a really interesting song. Um, definitely intriguing to think about like, oh, yeah, you know, so so these lyrics come from John Kiffmeyer. That was a really cool discussion and thinking about how that, that may have affected Billy because this is not going to be the last time we uh, we see these themes and these ideas cropping up in the lyrics absolutely not so it's 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 the first of many um yeah and and i think it's unfortunately that's like it's quite a good song um but it's it's a it's it's a bit of a novelty because it's it's the the only song that's written by uh somebody that's not in green day anymore right know, like it's he's he's not a band member anymore so it's a little bit different um but yeah that that's it for me i I I give uh, the Kiffmeister props for this song too, so that's th- you know totally. three three thumbs up thumbs ups in a row for him. Um, his outlook is looking good for being voted, you know, staying on the island at the end of the season. We'll see. We will see. We, I mean, there's plenty of room for him to fumble. Uh, plenty, there's plenty of opportunity. Um, so don't get too cocky just yet, Mister Kiffmeister. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't, don't don't get too kiffy cockmeister don't, don't get too kiffy cockmeister uh so 
this is uh you know some someone said this is the fun part of the show now where we we uh yeah. we we do some trivia we, we, we these are the established uh, segments of the show the after the song segments. discussion this is what people are waiting for is that, this is what th- th- this is why you listen and, and love us you don't want to hear us talk about the songs you want us to you know dunk on people posting on reddit um this this song as far as i can tell there's no trivia for like there, there's nothing interesting about it uh other than it being written by john kiffmeyer uh, right all the stuff we already by, talked about not by billy joe so yeah that that was a little bit um disappointing i guess uh the, you know the, the things i want to talk about is this is a song that does get played um you know not not often but they do pull this one out as a as a rarity to this day i think the last time they played it was actually just last year so um they're they're still still honoring our boy um yeah i hope i hope uh, john kiffmeyer's uh, songwriting credits has um has has done him some good yeah absolutely and i was kind of uh, perusing Reddit for for any silly comments about this song, and you know, there's there's really not a lot. People, you know, generally like this song. It's it's not something that people talk about that much. It is kind of one of the lesser discussed Green Day songs, I think, uh, for some reason. But uh, we are not bone dry. We we you know there is some some skin left on the bone. Um, in terms of content uh but reddit was was pretty much useless um because people just people just like it like the only thing of of interest they they were really saying was about how it it uh it's you know back when green day was good you know and it's you know real punk rock and just kind of using it as a uh as like a punching bag for other uh green day songs but yeah so the the sole comment that i i have uh have selected from reddit i will read right now and the username is not funny it's 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 good ones are gone that's that's the username um which maybe maybe is a reference to the weezer song all the good ones are gone or any of the other, um, like there's a million, so- there's like a million songs out there with that line. I think that's a that's a pretty infamous thought, right? All the good ones are gone, um, or maybe not. I don't know. Mm, I mean, I think it's it's less of like something you'd see as a song title and more just like something that people say. Yeah, know, yeah, uh, common phrase. Uh, but anyways, this this user says, I like to imagine John listens to this song and thinks to himself. You're damn right. I was there. Then he starts sobbing in regret. What do you think about that? <laughs> I I think I think people for some reason um they they really some 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 people who I think have um blackness tinged on their soul. <laughs> uh <laughs> They they enjoy this fantasy of feeling like oh man you know wouldn't it wouldn't it just suck to be John Kiffmeyer you know you got like such a meal ticket you know you you had it all there in your hands and you fumbled it you know 
what a fucking fool he was. You know, he, he must be so depressed. He must hate himself. The only thing he must think about is how he was in Green Day when he was 18 years old. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, not knowing the guy, I, I just I just feel like um, there's just a lot of projection and, and sick fascination to those takes because I hope the guy is, you know, um, happy with all the, all the choices that he, that he made. And I, I'm sure it, it could be, it very well could be difficult to feel like, you know, yeah, maybe you could have been in green day. It's like, and, and, and all the things that come with that and, and what that means in like the modern day. It's like, yeah. I can totally understand, you know, feeling or, or having moments of like being remorseful or, or, or experiencing regret. But, you know, people think that it just like defines this guy's life. And I, I think people are just very quick to make that judgment because as far as I know, there, there really isn't a lot said about him afterwards. Like, I don't know how much John Kiffmeyer research you could do or figure out or, or how much he's offered to the public, you know? I think I hope I hope that if he listens to this song, it's it's more in line of what we were saying and 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 more from that perspective of like, wow, you know, isn't it incredible? I got to do these things. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, no, no and one like can take away that time moving on. Yeah. No one can take away the fact that I was there. It was, you know, a great time. And I mean, all signs do do point to him being at peace with with how things went. I mean, he he did. Uh, donned the stage with Billy Joe and Mike famously in 2015 when they uh, were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They played a Sweet Children set um, and played this song. So I think all all of that is uh, water under the bridge. So, so yeah, it's like very much uh, fan fiction. Um, a lot of people like to to talk about. And so yeah, Reddit was pretty dry. So I kind of had to go elsewhere and. Um, I ended up realizing that like what like what other site has the best comment section? Um, are we talking of? about for, for for Green Day? For Green Day, yeah. Because I, my, I was assuming general. you went. I was assuming you went to GDC, but if no. you're talking about in general, you went to Chorus. You had Chorus there, buddy. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's I I I really really respect and and cherish the opinions of most people of most people on both chorus and gdc <laughs> um, uh so so yeah i mean those sites really will would not be my go-to's um cherish and respect so i decided to, to uh, check out youtube oh youtube is you know they're they're known to have a uh uh just just the worst of the worst comment sections um and I'll tell you what it's it's an extremely different vibe than Reddit. Like there, there's like a, a much different type of person that comments on on YouTube videos than comments on a Reddit thread, and they're both like equally annoying, but very different. They're, yeah, bad, bad in their own way. I just I I would not have guessed that um you would be looking through YouTube comment sections. Now that you've said it, it does feel kind of obvious. Yeah. But um, you know I, I'm 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 sorry that you. <laughs> that you've had to do this let's hear them yeah i mean um the first one that i have here is from punch 597 and most of these comments are are older so i think like the the usernames 
were not like it, it wasn't as popular to have like a clever username or you know what i mean or there it's it's kind of uh different um yeah not as funny uh unfortunately but punch 597 says look at me 69th comment what do you think about that one cool <laughs> yeah cool uh, <laughs> that's pretty impressive um and then so and then esteban duran 33 replies to him well i am 70th because i will stop green day from being a meme they don't deserve that thank you esteban i know you're so right thank god we have people like esteban sticking up for the boys as probably every um every october 1st esteban is just like going through all the comments being like stop it stop saying it's time to wake up green day they're not a meme about billy's dad what yeah why would you do this he's just reporting everyone that that makes that joke (laughs) (laughs) thank you esteban for fighting the good fight all these accounts uh suspended um I constantly thank God for Esteban. That's a Panic at the Disco song. Um, mm. So we have Lenore8771. He's, he says, here before someone use it on TikTok. Are any of these comments about the song or you're just going to read uh, like... We'll, uh, we'll, 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 I mean, we'll see. But what, I mean, I just kind of want to know about like, he wants to like mark that he he was here first before the song blows up on tiktok is that what i'm like is is that what he's trying to say yeah he, yeah i like, mean it does feel like this song is like primed for yeah. a tiktok explosion yeah right? so, so that's his prediction that this song is going to blow up on tiktok and that he'll be able to say i was there first i knew that song before the tiktok explosion um yeah. and so that was that was eight months ago the jury is still out lenore um we'll we'll let you know if it if that changes um we have bj wolf 14 uh is do you think that's in reference to billy joe or uh i i hope it is and 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 i hope it's um somebody (laughs) i hope it's somebody who has like a fanfic of billy joe being a werewolf yeah yeah because those are out there those are i've heard those are out there uh those are out there they're and they're closer than you think and actually, yeah. we, we just might have to have an episode about about uh, that topic of of uh, depraved fan fiction because we do have a lot of uh, of things to say. Um, anyways, BJ Wolf fourteen says, and and I don't know th- this this comment's not in response to anything. Um, maybe he was trying to respond to somebody and just posted a comment on his own. But he says, I agree. Dot dot dot. The old Green Day music had more feeling and deep meaning. Sure, they still are great, but it's not the same. I think I think those are people who are looking into the past and they're they're from the wrong perspective. They're letting you know? it get them down and, and it causes too they much. Are, they are, that's right. They are looking into the past and they are letting them get them down, letting it get them down, and it is causing too much sorrow. They, they, they don't, I mean, they got to realize that they always have tomorrow. That's what I would say. Yes. Yes. Um, we have Jinx Finks say, nobody these days would appreciate a song like this. Heart emoji. Well, Jinx, we're talking about it today and we appreciate it. It's true. I mean, I, I, uh, and this comment was from 12 years ago, so it's possible the music landscape could have changed. Maybe it did blow up on TikTok, and that's actually why we're talking about it. Um, but but yeah, no, I think um, 
I think you're safe. I think I think there's plenty of people that that do appreciate songs like this, Jinx. Uh, Let me be slack. Replies to her and says, uh, "I'm 14, and this is hands down my favorite Green Day song." So, he. I mean, they're, they're already proving them wrong. Yeah. Um. Good uh, for them. Yeah. Okay, so this is from N N Fad. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but it's it's like N Fad Isio one two three, and uh, and it says surely better than twenty one century breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I've never heard that album, but um, but I, I guess I'll stare away now if I if, it, if it's not too good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, uh, good to know. Good to know. We'll avoid it. Okay, and this is a. Uh, Man, I, I think I have too many of these, but I'm going to just power through them. Uh, okay, so Marcus Penn 3362 said, oh, and, and this is a joke because you know how like you can upvote and downvote on, on, on YouTube. And so there were 22 downvotes of this, of this video. And uh, so Marcus says, 22 people weren't there in quotes. And then in parentheses, he, he says, right in the head so like there means right in the head for all those slow people when they clicked the thumbs down so he's saying like 22 people were were not all there in the head yeah they decided to click the thumbs down so it's kind of making a joke on the song um i thought that was really really clever thank you marcus Uh, so it turns out some people in youtube comments are clever huh some people are yeah some people are um so let's not paint with too broad a brush stroke there buddy Okay. I, Although I mean, I, I have seen a lot of people do that. I've only got a few left. Um, I am going to save the best for for last. Um, which so, uh, what I'm going to bring up, we have Germs Incognito eighty three twenty nine, who says, "It's the fucking Beatles, man. Don't pretend it ain't." Which I think means like he thinks it sounds like the Beatles. I mean, we've already said that. We've said that. Uh, you know, Billy and Mike are. Our John and Paul, we've already we've already been there. People got to stop pretending it ain't though. Um, this is this is a okay. So I'm, I'm going to do this comment, then I'm going to do the runner up, and then the the winner of of the best comment of of the. I episode. am just so looking forward to this. All right, Cosa Nostra ninety two M says the old Green Day is definitely dead since Dookie. So your silence is a is that that that's a that you know silence is approval as far as I'm concerned. You you, no, you think Neil Green no, is dead since Dookie. No, um, no, like, not you, at all. Didn't know you felt that way. It's kind of disappointing. Not but at all. You're right on. Okay, the runner up, runner up of the best comment award, uh, comes from Lord underscore VW Fresh dash Made Weekly M E M fifty one twenty nine. Um, very snappy username. Uh, they say, anyone else agree that Billy Joe would be a better president than Trump? <laughs> <laughs> did Did anyone else agree? Um, a few people agreed. Uh, but you know, mostly people disagreeing. People saying no, and then Aussie dude Rivs one said can't stump the trump uh 
So I, I mean, for what it's worth, I, I agree. I think I think it would at least be better. Yeah, I don't I think mean, he'd be a good president. I mean, no. he's not meant for that. But I, I think it would be better. It's hard to yeah, it's hard to um, deny that he would be a step in the right direction. But V V W four 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 zero three six thinks differently though. He says no. He has just as much political experience, which means none, but more extreme opinions, which could be dangerous. Do you agree that Billy Joe has more extreme opinions than Donald Trump? <laughs> I mean, from from what we've seen in his lyricism and from what we what we were talking about on the American Dream is Killing Me, he just might. He's a goddamn. In fact, he's a goddamn anti. I hope he does. He's a goddamn yeah, radical. So, um, okay. So this is this this does win the the uh, best comment award for the episode, and this is from. BJ F F five P E. Another I think this is maybe the best usernames we've had uh yet. They, they gotta fight episode. BJ Wolf. You know, they, I know they, they do gotta work, I know. hit them together. Oh maybe that maybe that's the name of like the robot, like the BJ Wolf robot that um the Frankenstein created in the fan fiction. Wow. BJ F F five P I just think it's interesting. Go, uh, go on. interesting plot twist. Anyways, they say, they, and this is in all caps, okay? Whenever I see old women, I do press-ups to try and encourage them to make more lasagna for the poor. <laughs> Connor. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what, I just want, I, I, I want to know what you think about that comment. <laughs> I could save the best for last. I just, you know, I think there's a lot going on there. Um, I, I just wanted to get your interpretation. I can read it again if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. you know, actually, okay. you so you, you should because I'm confused. Do more press ups. What are they? Yeah. What? So okay. So whenever I see old women, I do press ups to try and encourage them to make more lasagna for the poor. Why does that? Why would that encourage them? Uh, maybe okay. So maybe if they see like a young lad working out, I, I, is is press ups that means push ups, right? Like in in I, I, British, yeah, I think they. It's a, a, it's a British up, way like of a, saying like a, like a push up or or a pull up. A pu- yeah, but I guess so, you're not pressing during a pull up, so I think, I think like a push up. I think it's a push up in 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 the British language. Um, yeah. So maybe their their thought is like if if the old women see you doing uh, push ups then they'll be like, wow, he's like really uh, working hard. He deserves lasagna. And so then they make the lasagna for him, but then he gives it to the poor. He's like, no, I don't need the lasagna for myself. But in the, but in I'm going to give this to the he, poor. But in the comment, he's saying they're making the, the lasagna for the poor. For them, not not for him, yeah, and I then know. he has like some weird plan where he, right. he's it's redistributing true. like thirst <laughs> lasagna to, to, to poor people. Like that's not it's like the lasagna Robin Hood. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I mean maybe it was a deal like that they had struck before the push-ups. It doesn't it doesn't were, sound like it. it doesn't sound he, like it. Maybe they're it like, I'll like do a hundred push-ups. I'll do a hundred push-ups if you make lasagna for the poor. And they're like, deal. That's that's easy deal. That that makes sense. Um, or I just, they're like, I think you're adding a lot that's not there. Yeah, I think I mean, you're doing a lot of work. It's it's kind of one of those pieces of art, you know, like a movie or TV show where it's like it's up to your it's left up to your interpretation. 
I um I guess wow, they're really you were it's it's funny because at the beginning of the segment you were like, you know, there's not a lot discussed oh, about no. I was there. There's nothing. But but it's not bone dry. There's a little bit of skin on this bone. And oh, then well, you know. none, none of it, none of it was about the fucking song. I, I did fiddle You're like, what bit. do you think about this? What do you think about that? There I, was fucking nothing. Yeah, I I did a little fib. Uh, the the answer was it, it it was bone dry. I had to cut into the bone to, I think to maybe. get to these comments. <laughs> um, I think maybe you need like some help doing the research. Like, do you need my no. help? Like, no, no, doing no, no, no. the No. Uh, people, people have to... Uh, it's I've not talked about this song. They, they have yes, they they've talked about the song, but it's boring. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh, this guy, you know, Green Day fan twenty three says that, that he likes it's his favorite song on the record. No, you know? no, you're gonna say uh, BJ Robo Wolf is making lasagna for yes. poor people. I mean, what what's what's more interesting? You know, I I, I think these are. So is, is that is that what this is? This is we we've just devolved completely into a sensationalist content created. I'm just saying if you know okay it it, it depends we, all we, we are here for a purpose all we are I'm here doing, to talk about green day I know man. All, all I'm doing is getting a voice to the green day fans that have left comments about these songs and those comments have a lot of time been lost to to the ravages of time I'm giving them another uh voice you know w- way to amplify their their thoughts and opinions I think that's I think that's pretty important, you know, and and who are we to be the judge of the quality of of you know gr- you know Green Day's fan base and and their comments? I I, I don't think I don't think we're well, ones to judge. Well, but but you kind of were judging because two seconds ago you were just saying like I'm not gonna read Green Day fan whatever the fuck saying that oh I think this song is good. Oh well, yeah, because those are boring. Those are just boring okay. comments. You know what I mean? Okay, but so. So there is some judgment. There, like, there is all. a criteria like, that, and so I mean, <laughs> here's the deal: if if there's not a lot on the song, I'm going to dig like yeah. I'm going to dig fucking far down to to find right, something. No, that's, the that's results, fun. The, the results sure. might be interesting. So that's you know this this does at least prepare you for what's to come, maybe. All right. Any uh, final thoughts on the song no. or comments, Connor? Before we uh, wrap it up. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not putting all the pieces together with like the push-ups and the the yeah. old ladies. I, and it, it just. I know. I know. I mean, the, the, what the is only, the story there? Like, yeah. And why does it have to be in all caps? Is that you're yelling that for some reason? <laughs> I just. I mean, if 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 someone if someone feels like um you know they they're able to to get some kind of like coherent idea out of that then um. That that would be another cool thing to to either you know tweet at us or or, yes, or what please. have you. Uh, please, please. Um, that's that's wh- a great segue into uh, you know signing off here. If if you have any intel on uh, what this commenter means, what what BJ dash FF five PE means, if you know. Um, why he was doing press ups, what press ups even are, and why that would encourage the old ladies to make more lasagna for the poor, please please let us know. Um I think that, you know, I think once once we have some insight into the comments, the, it, it it might all make sense to us. So so please you can find us on uh both Twitter and Instagram at Green Dudes Pod. Um feel free to like like we said, slide into our DMs. Uh, please rate 
and review uh, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms. We should be everywhere. Uh, you can check out our other projects on CorruptedTV.com. We, uh, we, we do a bunch of other shit that you may or may not care about. Um, it won't always be fun, but it will always be dumb. Um, and well said. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, folks, stay punk. I like that you're doing that. Thanks. It's cool. It just feels right.